and welcome to the movie podcast review of Free Guy. My name is Daniel, and joining me are some of my favorite NPCs. Oh. Shabazz. I'm actually a player. And Anthony. I don't mind being an NPC. Like, like a dude who just lives his life as a bank teller every day. That's, that just sounds like a job, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, just, like you're you describing life right now. You're not describing <laughs> anything. Yeah, I don't mind being a guy who does the same thing every day. You know? Yeah. You're cool with that? No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably not. They overthinking that. I dig it. Uh, Shay, how are you doing today, though? You know what I'm doing? Fantastic. I'm leveling, leveling up. Leveling up, eh? I like it. Is that too much? No, it's good. I liked okay, it. It was good. You. Anthony, how about yourself? I'm doing well. Are you leveling I, up or are you leveling down? Well, it's better to level up, so I'll level it up. Is, it is better to level <laughs> up. Finally, you're on our side. <laughs> I'm not leveling down today. As always, you could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and join our Discord. Check out our show notes for those links and more. Some quick announcements before we get to our review of Sean Levy's Free Guy. We're coming off an amazing month of interviews on the movie podcast feed. Make sure you check it out. Our last episode, sorry, not our last episode, sorry. We have a brand new episode out this week. Our episode before that, we had Loki director Kate Heron on the show. And for the weeks prior to that, we had like Billy McClellan, Gabriel Berstein, Tony Bancroft, and Tara Strong. Awesome guests. Definitely check out those episodes. We do have a new episode out right now where we talk about Disney's lawsuit against Scarlett Johansson, or sorry, Scarlett Johansson's lawsuit yeah. against Disney. Got to switch those around. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot that happened this a week. A lot of lawsuits. A lot of lawsuits I'm happening. Daniel as well. Just for this introduction, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Rooting it. Uh, well, so while you're on the movie podcast feed, definitely check out some of our brand new reviews, including Snake Eyes, Black Widow, Space Gem, and New Legacy, The Green Knight, and more. And coming soon, we will have our review of The Suicide Squad. That's the sound that they make in the movie, I'm assuming. Yeah, they, they called you to do that, they call, right? They're like, hey, we need some ADR work. James Gunn called it? you. James Gunn, he's like, hey, Shay, oh, from the movie podcast. Only like, you. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, James. <laughs> hey, James, how's it going? Miss, I'm surprised with your last name being Gunn. You, you don't can't make a sound of one. <laughs> and you don't know what one sounds like, because clearly I'm not making a good sound of a gun at all. I'm doing pew, pew. But today, of course, is all about our review of Free Guy. It stars Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, Lil Ray Howery, Utkarsh um, Bootkar, Joe Curie, and Taika Waititi is directed by Sean Levy and is going to be available in theaters on August 13th, 2021. And of course, thank you to our friends at Disney for inviting us to watch this film on an actual theater screen. So it's really cool being back in the theater again. It never gets old. Never gets old. Never gets old. Uh, Anthony, kick us off with that sweet synopsis. In Free Guy, a bank teller who discovers he is actually a background player in an open world video game decides to become the hero of his own story, one he rewrites himself. Now in a world where there are no limits, he is determined to be the guy who saves his world his way before it's too late. Shay, give us your first reactions to Free Guy. When I first heard about this film, I, I was kind of excited for it because, you know, Video game movies are one of those things where it's most of the time it's a miss. But Ryan Reynolds, he's very funny. You know, you've got Sean Levy, who's got a family friendly track record. And I thought, okay, let's see what we're going to see about this film. And I thought it's not going to be mind blowing, but at least I'll have a good time. And to be honest with you, I, I had fun watching this movie 
at least for the first half of the film. The second half is where I feel like it really started to drag and keep going and really overcomplicate the plot. There's a lot of different elements introduced in this film that I feel like overcomplicate things to the point where it should have been a lot more simpler. It should have really just been the Truman Show in a video game and then without the the depth that the Truman Show has, this could have just been a fun Ryan Reynolds video game movie, but it just adds so many elements into it that it got kind of boring towards the end and I really started to feel myself feeling the pace of the film, but I still I still had fun. I still enjoyed what I saw from the film. I had some laughs, but overall, I was still kind of taken out of by, by, by the film, at least towards the end of it. Mm. I get that. You know, I think one of the biggest things with this movie, too, because we have a film that deals with, you know, this video game worlds, and then we have a, a, the side, the other story that's going on where it's in the real worlds. A lot of the times, yes, within the world of Free City, which is where this video game takes mm-hmm. place, sorry, this movie takes place, um, it doesn't visually always look different. You only notice that it looks different when you're seeing it on the monitors of the people in the real yeah. world. But when you're in the game, it just looks like normal life. Right. So I think visually there also wasn't a big distinction between the t- enough of a big distinction. You know, we, you know, that scene in the trailer where he's putting on the glasses, those that HUD and like that, that looks not always there. Yeah. So I think visually um, you, you kind of lose that between the two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of in a similar spot with this Shay. Look where I had a good time watching it. I think all of us had a good time mm-hmm. watching it. Um, but I think it's the more I think about this movie, the more we unravel, you know, you start to, you know, pull that thread and you're like, Oh, what was this all about? And what was this, what was happening here? And what's happening here? And this doesn't really make sense, but I think there's still enough entertainment there just to, to keep you in it while watching. Um, uh, but Anthony, how about your first reactions? Yeah, I really enjoyed the first half of this film. I thought it was like, I, I was really enjoying it and I thought the action was great. The storytelling was great, but then that middle part where I think uh, Jody's character comes into play and then you understand the background story behind this video game starts to slow down and you, you kind of start to get lost. And there was a lot of plot holes with this movie that I didn't notice until I finished watching it. Cause I started asking these questions like, well, how does he keep those glasses or how does she, you know, um, how does she that? Yeah. have this part of this this island inside her of not island this game within a game and not knowing that this was there all along and it's just it just didn't make sense in that point that part um other than that like i still enjoyed ryan reynolds acting like his character he wasn't as much of a ryan Re- like he played a different version of ryan Reynolds. he wasn't deadpool he, he wasn't was deadpool. over the top yeah he wasn't over the top but i enjoyed some of the jokes and i enjoyed the action sequences and i enjoyed the music and and a lot of that stuff which was great but i don't have a lot to say about this film because it didn't leave a mark on me i just mm-hmm. kind of if you were to ask me how did you feel i would be like Meh, yeah it was a, it was a good movie like i i i enjoyed it but there's nothing that I grabbed from it that really left an impact or a, a mark on my viewing experience. Yeah, after, I think, as soon as you kind of left, it it wasn't one of those movies where I'm like, oh, this is, I got to watch this again. It 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 didn't warrant a repeat viewing. The only thing that maybe I'd want to see again are some of those cool cameos and Easter eggs mm-hmm. that happened in this film. I'd want to kind of just maybe watch a YouTube video about those, but... To go back and sit through the movie again, I maybe down the road, if it's on a streaming service, probably like Disney Plus or whatever else it can come on, I, I would probably do that. But 
it's not something that made me go, oh, I, I got to watch this again because I was having the best time of my life. It's like, no, I enjoyed my sit-through of it. But that's really it. It kind of starts to leave your mind after that because, again, as you both mentioned, once you start to kind of pull at the threads of this movie, there's so many plot holes and, and just weird errors that occur and continuity issues that you're like, okay, okay, I really am supposed to just turn off my brain during this movie and watch it because it it also also seems like a movie that was written by people who don't really play video games, but I've just seen video games. Mm. It reminded me a lot of, uh, and the movie just came to me now, when I was watching Jumanji The Next Level. Oh, yeah. So that was a film that, again, is not a, uh, based on a video game, but it incorporates that, you know, this this movie, this story, this game has now evolved into a video game and there are video game rules and this movie uses a lot of those video game rules and tropes and things like that within and we're just talking about this is just within the reality of free city right Mm. so there's a lot of things like that where they just kind of pick and choose what they want and it doesn't always kind of make sense Mm story-wise i think the other thing for me that was really i was really struggling with was the two stories that were being told Mm -hmm. you know i think the, the, the premise of like, hey, this NPC, this non-playable character who's in the background of a video game becomes alive or he just wants more in life. Very similar to the Lego movie, right? Where it's just like, oh, this is what Emmett wants, where he's just kind of another brick in the fold. But now he's he wants to be like the one, the chosen one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that plot. It's when you start pulling out to the the real world and you're seeing, okay, we're, like what Anthony was mentioning, you know, we have these two characters and... They're upset at Taika Waititi, and Taika Waititi's in this movie, who we generally love to see, but I think just the way he's used in this film is just to be like, hey, Taika, be Taika, yeah. you know, and go. Just mm-hmm. Here's where you need to go from point A to point B, but Taika, fill in the lines that you want. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I did not enjoy his character, and I don't think, I don't think he enjoyed his character either, because yeah. it felt like he, I, I haven't seen any movies with Taika in it, it just didn't feel natural to him, and the script that was given to him, like the the words he was saying just felt off and, and like really bad acting. Um, it just it just felt like they wanted to capitalize on like oh Taika Waititi is a known person right, right now like he be like he'll be fun to be in the marketing of this film yeah. and things like that. But I yeah in the movie itself I I just it felt like he was just there for a limited time because he gets introduced kind of late into the movie mm-hmm. yeah. as a lot of elements do into this movie. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that get introduced. Where it's like oh I guess. That's thing. This is a thing now, yeah. or this is something that we could do now that wasn't in throughout the whole of this movie. Um, and that's one of the things that I always kind of struggle with in films. Just like, oh, at the end of the film, when you're fa- facing the final boss, let's introduce a brand new element that wasn't here this whole time because that's what you got to do to beat him. And and I get that you need that happens in video games, but in a movie, you could have maybe a bit more of a through line. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is 100% carried on the charisma of Ryan Reynolds. 100%. Because everything else that's happening in the real world real world, isn't as entertaining to watch. I wish we spent more time in Free City. I wish we learned yeah. more about that rather than kind of learning about all the, the kind of the silliness that's going on outside of that Yeah, world. there's like a romantic situation going on between Joe Carey's character and uh, Jodie Comer. But it's developed so thinly that at the very end when the big payoff's happening it felt like I was all of a sudden switched to a romantic comedy that I right. wasn't watching at all. And I was like, well, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah, this movie completely did a 180 on us. And we're now getting more of a romantic side to these characters that I don't think is just earned felt or necessary. Yeah. You don't have to make them fall in love. It's okay. Like, right. We're, we're like, okay or, with that. Or make or have had had them had 
fallen in love and yeah. then maybe have broken up broken up exactly, due to right? the situation that's happened. But that isn't how they did it and that would have made more sense. You're absolutely yeah. right. Right, because they, they make a point in this movie to tell you, no, we're only friends. Yeah. And, you Platonic. know, this character yeah. only deals in ones and zeros. He loves ones and zeros. And it's like, okay, but that's not the character who, and I get that that was supposed to be in the past, but when you're spending so much time developing a character trait of Joe Carey's character, like for him not to be that anymore, it's just, it's strange because you're taking time to develop this thing about this character and now he's not that. And I don't think he was given enough to do. I don't think a lot of people in the in the real world were given enough to do. It was only really in Free City where I think the, the bulk of the fun is you're going to have in this film is. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of like cheesy dialogue, a lot yeah. of exposition-heavy dialogue. Like the second that we meet Joe Carey's character, his friend that he works with gives us his whole background in one sentence like come on man you're an mba graduated you know guy who who loves coding video games how come you're all of a sudden just here testing them yeah like, who <laughs> says that like it's it's like exposition city so every yeah. single line every, every yeah. single scene is exposition driven and it just seems cheesy and corny but um every sean levy film i've ever seen that is a case in point. Like he likes that very family friendly, you know, turn off your brain and just kind of do it that way. So I get it. I wasn't surprised that it was happening, but you'd hope that by 2020 or 2021 movies aren't being written like that. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I couldn't connect with was how the players in the real world would play this game. But when you watch them in the game, it felt like they were really there. Yes. And, you know, I think, with if I could take Ready Player One, um, they wore visors. They were they felt like VR, they were in yeah. this yeah, game and definitely. they were interacting with these people. When they show the characters outside just typing on a keyboard, I lost connection. Like, yeah. how do you have these intimate moments of like real dialogue between, uh, for instance, Jody's character and Ryan Reynolds' character? It feel like real emotion, but you're just on yeah. a keyboard typing, and you're just you're just there's a disconnect i felt like if they put some sort of and this is a little thing if they put a visor or like they were in some sort of virtual sure atmosphere it would have added it to it felt right? like that that i would have felt more connected like yeah i would feel the same way if i was kind of in that way and i know it's a small thing right no no but that sense. little thing is just like i couldn't picture her while she's typing with her yeah. headphones on it felt like the a big same disconnect. type of connection that we were seeing in the game and i think that's where i'm at with this film where this movie like again i overall i think i had a, a good time with it but I'm also we're at a point where I feel like, man, this movie feels like 10 years too late right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. This film feels like it was written and just kind of sat there for a little bit, then updated for the real, uh, you know, like for 2020, whenever this movie, this movie was supposed to come out last summer. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's, it's just funny because, yeah, that's that's exactly where I'm at. Like, this feels like a lot of dated things where you mentioned Ready Player One, where it did that really well. Um, I, I was even thinking of the movie The Surrogates. Do you guys remember The Surrogates? With, with the, Bruce Willis? With the Bruce Willis. Where like, cause they kind of go into like a, a machine and like they or even control. gamer. Remember gamer with Dry gamer, Robert? yeah, gamer. Like, there's a lot of references for this movie. Where- there's, there's also like the one thing that kept bothering me was the film kept cutting to these actual real life Twitch streamers that you know you'll see maybe that your kids watch or you watch, mm-hmm. and it cut to them once. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I I know that guy from YouTube. And then it kept cutting back to them, and again, they and became again, supporting and characters again. in this movie. Yeah. And eventually, I was like are they credited in this film? Because they are in this movie a lot. And 
I don't need to keep seeing their reactions because I get it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was for the kids. That's who, for the kids for sure. Watch it, but it was to the point where the movie had an identity crisis. Where I don't know what it was trying to show us. It tried appealing to too many people that it almost became this generic slate that's entertaining to watch. But that's it. It's just a one-time watch, and then you forget. Right. But I also think like this movie does it. Again, I make this comparison lightly. Okay. But when you mentioned like Lord of the Rings, no, no, no. <laughs> but I, when I'm talking about like Space Jam: A New Legacy, yes, yes, where it's try. Okay, you're in this virtual world. You're trying to like be cool and appeal, uh, like a, like appeal to the younger generation. This movie mm-hmm. does that for sure. But I think it is it's a much better film than Space Jam: A New right. Legacy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it definitely has those moments where like, oh, you're trying to, um. Like hey, I like, I know what that is. Like yeah. I'm gonna make that reference. Really you know good I mean? references. A yeah. question that I I forgot to ask you guys, and I notice especially because this this is a video game, and there are violent aspects to this video game. You see people get shot. You see people, you know, things explode, explode on fire. But you everything. don't see blood. That's another big thing I I noticed that they didn't incorporate. And I'm wondering if that was just to keep that rating to a PG-13. But some of the violence that you saw in there were pretty violent, and even like the the words they were using were pretty like explicit in a sense or yeah. innuendos, but there was no blood in a video game, which I found funny because, you know, it's a, a game like this would be very right. Or even bloody. Fortnite, you know, like, th- like this, this even visually kind of looks like what Fortnite looks like, but I think that's what they're going for because this is a PG 13 movie, right? Yeah. This movie would not survive if it was R rated. No, right. there like this movie would not find its audience. This, no. this movie is going to find its audience and with that, younger. And that says a lot about, did should have this move should this movie have come and came out last year and i know let's if we were to eliminate whatever the legalities the and legalities contracts of, of this being, being a fox film yes yeah. would you would you not expect this movie to be somewhere on a streaming service yeah just to get it out there because sure at the end of the day yes it's a fun film and it's great to watch it's not memorable enough to be like i'm gonna wait two years to premiere this it's not the movie that i think that is going to make a big box office smash, especially that you have the week prior Suicide Squad coming out, which is on track right now to do really well. And it's, and and I know this movie is a bit more family friendly and because it's Ryan Reynolds, it might appeal more. I just don't know if, if we talked, we talked about this in the car where we said people right now are very selective with their movies more so than they have been before Mm -hmm. about going to the theater. Are people going to, go see suicide squad or are they going to go see free guy if they had to pick one movie this month to go see now before you answer that i think we will answer that in our final recommendations we will but before we get there yeah i just want to remind you please follow at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox wherever you're on social media the movie podcast will be there i promise you we will work on getting a myspace we will honestly it's very easy too. we just have to open up the website we just haven't done it yet no i don't does it even the same url I've typed in my in my URL, but never space. space. Yeah. <laughs> you put my and then you actually hit the and space then I bar. I look up other things that <laughs> my have com, my, my in it. But we'll come, we'll, we'll come there. We'll come to my space. Don't you worry. Um, also, don't forget, we are on a mission to hit 200 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you don't mind, if you're, listening to, if you're listening to this review right now, you're on the way to work. You're on your way home from work. You're at home. Pull over. If you're in your house, run outside. You don't have to. Whatever you want to do. No, if you're in your house, run outside, please. Yeah. Just five stars on Apple Podcasts. Write a little note. We love reading them, and we love reading them on the show. It will help us out a lot. Yeah. Now, Shay prefaced this recommendation of, are people going to watch this in theaters? 
And I think it's up to us to let them know. It is up to us. The the shoulders are heavy. Were you going to do this all together at once? Or? No. We're going to okay. yell at no. the same time. Yell at no. the same time. <laughs> I was going to go one by one. Okay. Uh, so, Shay, start us off with your final recommendations for Free Guy. I would say add this to your queue. Um, this is a it's a fun film, but it is not something that you have to rush out to see because it is nothing new. It is a film that you would have just seen on TV on and you'd watch it and you'd be like, oh, that was a good time. And then you'd forget that you watched it. Yeah. But again, enjoyable, just not memorable. Anthony. I second that. I would say add it to your queue. It's an enjoyable movie, but not memorable enough for you to like go to the theater and watch it. Like if I were to pick two, Suicide Squad would be that one. And I haven't seen Suicide Squad, but I just know that movie is going the caliber to be of that, that film. caliber of that film is a whole nother level but yeah it's just you're gonna watch and you're gonna be like yeah it was a good film and then never remember it again i think what's what's interesting about that with this too is that you know we kind of went in with our with our kind of our initial predictions you know like preconceived notions we're like oh i wonder what they're gonna feel about this and i think we watched the film like i think this is exactly what we expected this movie to be um i think it's enjoyable not memorable just like shay said just like anthony said i think you're gonna have a good time with ryan reynolds i think you're gonna have a really good time with the cameos because the cameos are great Mm -hmm. really good time but i think just overall um if you're looking for something to watch down the road i think this is a great thing to add to your queue uh but not something you have to run out to go to the theaters to watch or even walk out or just walk out yeah you know don't run out or walk out to see this movie the nice thing (laughs) with this film it does have a 45 day theatrical exclusivity for like to be on the big screen and then it will come to some type of service service yeah not too sure if that will be disney plus or crave or hbo depending on what agreements are in place because this was previously a 20th century fox film yeah but stay tuned to the movie podcast because we'll let you know where you could watch it every week thank you so much for listening to our review of free guy you, don't forget you could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and watch out for our review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series don't forget that you could follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Letterbox, and more at the Movie Podcast and join our Discord. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next. <laughs>